0: Welcome to the Monday Night Scores, a wrestling podcast covering the epic battle for rating supremacy between WWF Raw and WCW Monday Nitro. We relive the war skirmish by skirmish to decide which show we think should have won the fight for viewing figures that week. We then reveal which show actually did take the gold in the Nielsen ratings, using our golden envelope. Last time out, Nitro once again built its lead. It's now 13-10 to the lads and lasses on World Championship Wrestling. Can Vince and the gang pull one back, or will Eric and co. pull off into paradise and put more daylight between them and the competition? There's only one way to find out. But before we get into it, we best start by introducing ourselves. I'm one of your hosts, my name is Steve, and I am, as always, joined by a man who has just been hit by a decade-long family-gathering ban. After he and a distant cousin came to blows last Christmas as a fierce argument escalated, an anonymous picker family source is quoted as saying, he just lost it, frothing at the mouth he was, eyes wide as saucepans, fists flailing, and all because his cousin said that he thought he was next of king. Not next of kin. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. We've only just got the brandy sauce and blood out the carpet. It's the one and only new picker Jim. <laughs> all right, Jim?
1: all uh, right?
0: Very well, very well. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, yeah. Doing well. Uh family, family squabble is is behind us. Carpets clean.
0: Glad to hear it. Do, do,
1: they doing well. Yeah. Um, is I've like last last couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks since we recorded isn't it. I've, been, it I've been stewing over the um the giant Jim Duggan booking fiasco and all <laughs> all the kind of shambles of of Nitro recently. And, Understandable. Understandable. You know the bad booking. It's something that we we discuss quite regularly, isn't it? So it on is. the on the podcast and i don't know exactly at this stage of night who is responsible for the booking but i got a bit of a clue recently <laughs> when i was marking my my year 11 mock exams and it kind of dawned on me when i was reading some of the work that it's got to be an antecedent a forefather of, of this particular kid <laughs> because, or, or your parent, grandparents, something like that. He's wrote this, for his part of his language paper one, question 5 You've got to do a bit of creative writing, right? It's got to be a bit of long-form creative writing. He's wrote this story, seriously, I presume. He's tried to get marks <laughs> with this legitimately. And I read it, and instantly it is, it is, it is skyrocketed to the, to the pinnacle, the very, a- the very apex of my, 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 my all-time favourite literary works. And What I thought I would do... Well, I are joining me, you know, this is great. I can't not, I can't not share this with amazing other people. <laughs> you know what? I've got a podcast that I do with two other people that is listened to by at least two other people. At least, so I think at least two. Possibly at three. least tops. <laughs> Possibly three. So I, I thought I might share this. Amazing. Share this with just to kind of, you know, so that this... As I'm reading, as I'm reading, it's just, just, just think of the how it's been put together, how he's structured it, all the booking, if you will, and you, you it is WCW Nitro esque. I that think you'll find. Find away. Um, right, uh, you might want to introduce Lost Liam because this is. This might. I can. I can see this going long.
0: That's all right. No, we're fine.
1: We'll pick Lost Liam after this. this is this is... He is here though? He is here?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm getting comfortable.
1: Well, he's gone. He's gone straight in this kid, right? He's gone straight. in. He's, he's, he's given a title which no one ever does: "A Fisherman's Nightmare." The, the premise of, of this was write a story about you know a rescue, a, a, some kind of some kind of escapade that involves a rescue. And he's he's gone with a fisherman's nightmare. What, what do you think a fisherman's nightmare might be? Um, if you had to guess, a, a, a storm. A land storm, a fisherman's suplex nightmare. I mean, let let me just... begin, let me begin. Right. Let me begin then. It was a stormy, foggy night at sea. <laughs> <laughs> when, that is crazy. When, when two fishermen <laughs> decided to go and catch some fish for dinner. So there we go, first line, they've hung around till night. Night's falling, the storm's coming. They're fishermen,
0: right? They're not catching yeah. it for the dinner. They're shooting it for, for, to bring in cash.
1: Well, well no, 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 no. There's no, there's no, kind right, of no. suggestion of, of commerce. Sorry, uh, I'll, I'll not do this anymore. But sorry, okay, the, just <laughs> to be self-sufficient. I, I, I looked at the fact that they've waited until it's nighttime, it's <laughs> the, the least <laughs> optimal conditions possible for fishing: stormy, foggy, can't see anything. But right, let's get out there catch them. The shop must have been closed. We're fishing. We can't eat anything
0: but fish. I <laughs> have Holiday. This Busman's <laughs> Holiday. <laughs> I, couldn't, I can't right, look anyway. at another cod. I've been seeing cod all day. Last thing I want is <laughs> me, take <see> some cod.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I continue. The, the waves were as high as skyscrapers. Jeez. And the rain was as heavy as a bus. Again, perfect conditions. Let's get out. Let's get out of This did not stop the fishermen to do what they do best, which is catch lots of fish. We'll come back to that later. Remember that line? <laughs> what they fish. do best.
0: Yeah, what they do best. Catch, catch lots of fish. Yep. Yeah.
1: They had a small rusty boat. None of them thought <laughs> that they do you, think, do you think that'll survive the storm with them? <laughs> that bust load of rain?
2: Professional fishermen.
1: Had... One small rusty boat between them. What rusty, rusty? It's made of metal.
2: Waves as tall as skyscrapers as well. <laughs>
0: Should we take the big one now? Take the rusty litlin, lads. Let's grab the rusty
1: litlin with these skyscrapers. Take the metal one, the famous famous floating material of metal. Uh, with, With two fishing rods on each side, waiting for a fish to come by and take the bait. 30 minutes went by, no fish.
0: One hour went by... Still no fish. Hang on. Is, this, is this a supplementary 30 minutes? Are we at 90 <laughs> minutes now? Just a check. 30 minutes went by, then an hour went by. Are we at 90? we an hour and a half? And does this no, work? But wait, but wait, but All wait. Right, sorry. Two hours went by. <laughs> right now, hang on a minute. Is this, are we three and a half
1: hours in now? I'm starving, <laughs> I think I think We might have accumulated time here. And it was around 10 to 11 pm. Not, not,
0: Around. <laughs>
1: not 10.50 not 10.50 he's got between the hours of 10 the 60, oh, I see. Minute, window, the 60 minute window 60 minute window
0: 60 minute window oh man
1: suddenly <laughs> the rain got heavier and heavier as the seconds went by I don't know how heavy it is now it was as heavy as a bus before but I know it won't we'll be, we'll be escalated <laughs> serious weight to this rain um, and soon enough their little rusty old boat was full of water so the weight increased.
0: <laughs> Got some physics in there too, though, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You explain what happens here. Yeah. Uh, they both quickly grabbed two small buckets, small ones to scoop out the water, but there was just too much. Quick, grab the buckets. It's filled it up with water. Scoop it out. I told you we shouldn't have come out. No, no, no. we bought the buckets. It's fine. Well,
0: you should have put, you know, at least put the big buckets in. Just the small pockets. There's only two of them. <laughs> there is a
1: lighthouse in the distance, but the fog made it so hard to see. How did you? How did you see it then? How did you see it then? <laughs> <laughs> the two,
0: the two is that sure. a lighthouse or is that a ferry coming towards us in the fog? Do we know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be sure. <laughs>
1: There's more confusion A those lines coming up. It, the two fishermen, two fishermen's boat was slowly sinking. Their box of bait fell overboard and sunk into the gloomy dark sea. They balanced it. They must have balanced it on the edge. They must have balanced it on the edge of the box. <laughs> How else could it have? I can, re- I
2: can relate to that. that. That bait box going into the drink. the drink. Been, uh, I'm, I'm right here now with, with, with the two fishermen.
1: <laughs> that was one of your first... Uh, Sorry, wasn't it, Liam? Yeah, yeah, it was
2: first story on the pod, yeah.
1: First intro I lost Liam. Throwback, vintage <laughs> <PMS> there. <laughs> so there. The of bait's that. gone. The maggots are everywhere, that's gone. The ragworm. <laughs> uh, David Jones' locker. And then, it gets worse though, then, so did their ice box. Of oh, God. Not the ice so box. It took as we can't. We can't possibly. Go out why fishing.
0: didn't they, Why didn't they just pick up some scraps when they were buying the fish? When pigs?
1: they got the fish <laughs> the supermarket, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got to be absolutely loaded when we're out there in the storm and it's foggy. We can't see. We're going to catch the fish. <laughs> We're not completely legless. What right. are we going
0: to wash the fish down with? <laughs> <laughs> Call a <her> beer, <laughs> or sash, pop Call the shop and beers. grab the name. Diligence. Yeah, you get you get yourself down at Tesco. You get some <laughs> beers. Should I get some
1: food up there? No. take our
2: minds off the uh, weather conditions.
1: <laughs> right. Come on, I'll, I'll rattle this on, right? So the beer's gone, it's really now a desperate situation. All of a sudden, a bigger boat. No, Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, a bigger boat than theirs came, emerging out of the fog, getting closer and closer in every blink of a second. (laughs) Mixed mixed metaphors. Uh, the, The boat stopped right next to theirs. Hang
0: on, uh, he just stopped, it. Sla- <laughs> shut the anchor out,
1: slapped the brake. Stop, your yeah, handbrake came on you. That's how boats we've work. We've
0: got, bear <laughs> in mind, we've got skyscraper waves yeah, yeah. here. I will yeah, just yeah, stop yeah. next to Oh, me. you stopped. Don't you stopped stop me. next to me. You can fuck off over there. <laughs>
1: you heard the screeching of the week. They take here? us out these waves. Skid. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, God. both stopped
1: next to theirs, <laughs> and out came an old man. <laughs> Wearing a hat. Wearing a hat. And he had a white beard. So it could be... It could be the Taskmaster. the Taskmaster. Taskmaster. (laughs) Captain (laughs) Burns, or Father Christmas. (laughs) He was wearing a yellow robe. Uncomfortably open. (laughs) It could be the Taskmaster. No, he's not. He's not he was. He shouted, Do you guys need help? (laughs) With a chuckle at the end. They shouted back, Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Then, he attached ropes from his boat to their small boat and pulled it closer,
0: presumably
1: with his own hands. Seems seems dangerous. He told them to jump on! (laughs) And then he took them inside, got them towels and a heater. Whilst (laughs) they recovered... (laughs)
0: Never mind that. They're starving. See, in
1: have got these scraps. <laughs> I don't need a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whilst they recovered and dried up, he got to the sh- shore. Oh god! And he really just lose it. here. He got to the shore and told them to come inside of his house. It was the same person who was in control of the lighthouse. So I don't know if he's took them to the lighthouse or this is a separate house. The lighthouse, he was abandoned his
0: station.
1: He seems to have. It's one of the two. Is that right?
0: Oh, my God.
1: He's definitely abandoned his station when he went to rescue him.
0: Yeah. So there's there's
1: now 15 ships piled up on the rocks. Yeah, yeah. There's a definite element of neglect here. He said to them, you guys can stay the night and I can help repair your boat in the morning. You can make your way home when the water is a lot more peaceful. They giggled, <laughs> a little bit weird, and said...
0: <laughs> Does this get X-rated? Is this about to get X-rated?
1: No, no, he just tone it down rapidly quickly. <laughs> My God. They giggled and said, okay, sure, sounds good. Didn't say thanks or anything. Okay, sure, <laughs> sounds good. At this point, <laughs> at this point, they knew... They had been rescued.
0: <laughs> Only then. <laughs> <laughs> Only then. That was all one paragraph. I mean, and are we are we sure this the title of this wasn't actually Saw Six or whatever it is? Because <laughs> if, if that blog then says he wants to play a game, so it's an entirely different spin on this.
1: Yeah. Needless to say, this kid failed within the parameters <laughs> of the mark scheme, but I think he succeeded massively in, in replicating some. Some Nitro style booking.
0: It's sublime. For Absolutely, that. it's right up there with <laughs> the very best of Hogan's booking pen. That yeah. Oh. For that, I'd
1: doff my cap to, uh, to a. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll come back. We'll have to bleep his name.
0: Oh, I'll be bleeped. It's already unfair. It's <laughs> sure
1: a pretty severe GDPR breach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I photocopied it I was like I can't I can't, oh. I can't oh. let this go I've got, I've got to read oh, this it's incredible. Absolutely it was incredible. the beers when the beers went in uh, <laughs> I was just like this is the best thing ever what are you doing <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah sorry lads that went a bit long so I, we, we probably should crack on
0: I thought it was it was significantly easier to follow and more entertaining than any episode of Nitro I've watched so far so I think we're alright hats off to him hats off to good him. luck to him Fisherman's hats off to him <laughs> And I'm also joined by another man. How
2: would you follow that?
0: <laughs> oh, you can't leave. <laughs> he's a, he's a... I'm doing the whole Hogan steel the Thunder. <laughs> Segment one promo on Nitro. <laughs> Go on then. And here he comes, Buzz Killington. <laughs> Sorry Liam, I'll take the heat. I've got to do we lost Liam intro, which will now fall flat. (laughs) So that's... This will be the David Moyes section. I'll take the heat. I'll follow Fergie. And then you can pick it up if you're (laughs) fine. And I'm also joined by another man. Hailing all the way from the Spanish announce table. Where this week, he spent most of his spare time in front of the mirror, carefully shaving a perilla... Tea, in tribute to his new idol, La Barba de Disco, the disco phenomenally, that's what it is in Spanish, couldn't <laughs> believe La Barba de Disco, it's great, it's the one and only lost Liam, alright Liam? Hello fellows. <laughs> How are you doing?
2: Yeah, I'm great, I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> very good, no uh, lost at sea escapades for you this week? No, take it. no, sadly not. I enjoyed that, though. <laughs> that was great. It's, I fully expect to see that on the big screen in a few years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it should be, shouldn't it? Oh, it has to it be. It should be, yeah. It has to
0: be. Right, well, we best get into it then. All right, Jim, I've got a placed in history with some cultural reference points. Here we go. Let's set the scene. The date is the 18th of March, 1996. This week, in gaming, the incredible first chapter of survival horror genre definer Resident Evil was released. Meaning I now must watch every single Nitro episode going forwards worried that they're going to bring out zombies to attack Hogan now that they're popular in the entertainment world. Now that would be true horror. Also released was the confusingly titled Panzer Dragoon 2 Zwei which absolutely sounds like Super Assassin 2's nemesis <laughs> not a video game <laughs> and in music return of the mac by mark morrison came out on absolute oh, banger yeah that is a classic i once genuinely did karaoke in uh, in Leeds where they um they had uh, one Mark Morrison song, and it was not Return of the Mag. <laughs> it was brilliant. What was it? <laughs> i would never heard of it. It was something about him being not guilty, which it turns out his whole album after, because this is when he came out of prison. It's all about him, how he wasn't, he was wrongly convicted, and can't trust bitches, and all this like. It's all right. All, yeah, his whole album is this like. I a concept been, album. Yeah, shouldn't have done time, and it's like he, he, clearly guilty, clearly guilty,
1: Mark. Don't see. So has this, this got potential to be like one of Netflix? true crime things where they, they, possibly. they kind of uncover whether it was Mark Morrison framed on it <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: or wrongly convicted yeah
0: correct yeah which I would, I would absolutely watch anyway cracking song <laughs> right now we know what we were playing in the dark at a mate's house scaring ourselves shitless what we were cranking up the PlayStation 2 whilst trying to figure out whether 2 and Zwei meant the same thing and what we were perforating our eardrums to in our bedrooms on repeat let's see how Vince and Eric are going to compete with that lot There'll be calamitous, no-show, count-out, win-celebrating braggers, cigar chomping quaffed coiffed-hair-sporting, gold-dust shaggers, but no jack-swaggers. Let's get cracking. And we kick off with the Nitro Notebook. We are live from the UTC Arena in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And we're not greeted by the usual fireworks with excited intro voiceover from Bischoff, as we've instead got some instant drama, lads. Loch Ness, who is supposed to be squaring up against Lex Luger to challenge him for his WCW television title in our opening bout, is here getting absolutely pummeled by Dungeon of Doom's stablemate, The Giant. What's going on here? The two big lads are on the gangway with The Giant absolutely battering the former Giant haystacks as Jimmy Hart encourages The Giant on. Lex's music then hits as the assault continues and the man himself arrives through the curtain. And then, ignoring the battering going on right next to him, he flexes and poses after handing his tag team and WCW television title belts to a stagehand, as if now to bother. As his pyro goes off in a fantastic show of comedy genius, I've I have totally changed my mind on Lex. He is nailing this. One of the funniest things on the best show. Best thing on the program. I, mean. I don't know. I don't know how this. What this a transformation! <laughs> Isn't it
1: is. It's, incre- it's incredible. It's incredible. He's <laughs> one, one of the best things on the program. So I'm, I'm looking good. forward to
0: Logan. <laughs> and in the space of like three weeks he's done it it's absolutely magic anyway Lex is in the ring and this continues and after pointlessly and hilariously warming up yeah. <laughs> He takes it from a serious stretching on the ropes, bouncing off his crate. The ref rings the bell and starts counting out Loch Ness immediately, who got no closer to the ring than Pepe has, and he's, as he's stuck at the stop of the gangway wheezing, the ref gets to 10, the bell rings again, and Lex hilariously celebrates as if he's just figured out how to refreeze the Yeti. He jumps and bounces through the air, fist <laughs> pumping as he does. Superb, <laughs> superb, Lex. Absolutely brilliant. I was applauding I was applauding and watching it. So good. Yeah, he's so
1: delivering really... the goods, isn't
0: he? He really is, and he's retained the television title. Is that the first time we've seen the title defended? Defended.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Apart from the yeah. Unbelievable TV title. First what, time in April. What, why is the referee like? Rang the bell for the match.
0: I know. I don't understand how this is allowed to. This is the, clearly... the
2: opponent's been battered. <laughs> it, it is in his view. Incapacitated hasn't even made it in the ring, you know? Hang on a minute, yeah. The giants pulled him <laughs> to a pulp, but he might get up and get into
0: the ring, yeah. Exactly, like, what's going I'll on? just start going. Time's time, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna show it to you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right, it's total. Uh, suspend your disbelief, uh, well, but it gives us this moment of comedy with Alex, which I absolutely loved. So, um, what about Loch Ness here, though? Where does he go from here? Oh, uh, <laughs> like w-
2: when he first was introduced, we <laughs> were like. <laughs> we were we were speaking about like you know ultimately he looked like he was coming in to face Hogan. Yeah. But he 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 kind of had like a a shit kind of um, disruption to a match, didn't he? At Super Brawl. Yeah. He he, uh, he went up against Scotty e. Riggs, was it? Yeah. Then Dash N- N- killed him, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah, and he killed the ball.
0: Yeah. And then, and now he's getting or immediately battered by the giant after you know no time at all. I know. What's what a waste! waste. I, correct. It's a waste. What a waste of everyone's time, particularly ours, <laughs> in twenty twenty three. That follows the giants getting
1: almost battered by hacksaw Jim Duggan. Getting knocked down a couple That's of times hours, by hacksaw yeah. Jim Duggan the yeah, other day. You're right. So you're right. I mean, this would be, what, what would hacksaw Jim Duggan be able to do a lot messier? Yeah, correct.
0: <He's> completely, <laughs> he's completely. Just, yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, keep your eyes in the crowd for skyscraper waves at this point with this idiocy going on. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we're finally, we're eventually now heading to the comms table where Eric Bischoff, Bobby Heenan and Steve Mongol McMichael start to try and make sense of this chaos. But they're interrupted by Lex, (laughs) who grabs a mic and says... Am I on a roll or what? <laughs> so good. Don't know why it's happened. Anyway, all of this shtick is, as we've said, hands down the best stuff we've seen from Lex. He's, he's just he's, he's as a comedy shit house genius, perfect. Don't know why we waste the time of him doing anything else. I really don't.
1: I loved it when he went for the high fives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it when he went for the high fives. Like, Mongo, Mongo just blanked him, and then, but he, he went with the others. It was class, quality. <laughs>
0: It's brilliant! Absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love
1: Luger. So, and who uh, would have thought? This. I honestly, I know. There's, I there's no way I saw this coming. Nah, I was, I was. If you, <laughs> yeah. If you said to me, four Nitros time or four Nitros back.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're gonna
1: love Lex Luger in a couple of, <laughs> couple of weeks. Just stick yeah. Luger. You're gonna love him in a couple of
2: weeks. It'd yeah. be like impossible, but yeah. If we went back to the moment he dropped all those coins all over the ring,
0: <laughs> and we said oh my god.
2: The, <laughs> This guy is going to be a comedy genius in four episodes.
0: <laughs> like Sonic and taking a hit. <laughs> Look where we are. Now. And I laughed in your face. <laughs> Unbelievable.
2: Absolutely unbelievable. It's
0: anyway, nuts. it's all right, lads. I know we've only had a quick match there, but don't worry because Bischoff tells us they have a standby match ready to go and that the Steiners are here, fantastic, after last week, as our public enemy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> and it's at this point we belatedly arrive at Pepe Watch. I, I say this... Most weeks, lads, but I, I, I genuinely haven't a clue, and I promise, given the intro story you, you've 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 graced us with this week, Jim, I haven't added this now. I've got it here. I, I, is he a shit fisherman? Is he <laughs> is he some kind of like A rusty cockerel? old boat? Yeah, <laughs> rusty old boat. He could be like a gangster rapper wearing like baggy like Fubu style gear. I, I I just can't tell. Couldn't tell. Paused, had a look at it for a while, tried to zoom on the screen, yeah. got nothing. Any any anything?
2: I couldn't, work, I couldn't work it out. I, I don't no, couldn't. I couldn't.
1: Maybe it's just some no, kind can. of generic outfit. I don't know, like maybe he just ran out of clever yeah,
0: ideas and now yeah. just put him in clothes. Yeah, you, you, you use clever there in a very loose sense, of course. Um, of course. Yes, <laughs> that sounds, that sounds good, as long as I wasn't missing anything obvious. Yeah, useless. Well, what I do know is he looks like he wants to be dropped nose first into a Bischoff's tub of brill cream so he can finally put an end to this eternal nightmare. <laughs> Back from the break, and the mega powers are here. Hulk Hogan and Macho Man wearing his Hogan pyjamas, as Lost Lane would say, are on the ramp, so Tony Schiavone can interview them to build to their doomsday match at the upcoming Uncensored pay-per-view.
1: The, uh, the, rotisserie, chicken, the rotisserie chicken arm was right up close to the camera. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was going to say, I was a callback that I really did think I thought, you know what, the nitpicker's nailed this. He absolutely looks like he's been in the back with his arm in an oven on Gas Mark 6 for... Two hours. He really does. Unbelievable. Yes. And the promo is exactly what we expect. Hogan does his usual shite. Um, but at least uh, he, <laughs> he does say that he didn't sign the match contract Hulk Hogan. He signed it mega powers. Uh, so does that mean machos in the doomsday match too? I assume so. I don't think that's how contracts work. They're not like... You know, whoever you write at the bottom, that applies to all of them. You know what I mean? It's, it's you're just you're just saying you were there. Just, it's not being like, yeah. I mean, because if that's the case, you know, I'll be I'll be signing the nitpicker up for all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's my day tomorrow sorted. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's a Texas tornado tag match tonight for the Mega Powers. Oh, good. Up next, Public Enemy are here. Oh, just, just uh, immediately. We've only seen them twice, and I'm already sick of the him who do you think's worse public enemy or the nasty boys I, I can't i can't like the nasty boys i mean i can't like public enemy but at least they like do up you know people through mm-hmm. tables and stuff and it's entertaining to watch but i, I can't i can't i, can't do I, I don't Boy. i don't
2: recall seeing the nasty boys uh, on nitro um, since since joining the
0: pod so the nasty boys were meant to, to fight him last week weren't they yeah they got uh, they got hospitalized yeah. by the steiners i mean it's a quick recovery from them, you got to give them that but they were ho- hospitalized a week ago Back in action this week. <laughs> Maybe they gave him a virus or something. Just a cold. And they would have got some got some shots. I don't know. So Was yeah. it was it right. the Nasty Boys tonight or Public Enemy? We've got both uh, in action tonight. Oh, sorry, they're in later, of course. Yeah, we got both in action tonight. Yeah, all, all boy, You get to much? see. Yeah. You get to see all four <laughs> douchebags in action. Yeah. I wouldn't tell them to the face; they'd kill me. Rock oh, rock and Johnny Grunge, who look for all the world like they're in some kind of old guys pretend to be seventeen and go to high school shite police comedy. It's They're clearly about forty. <laughs> you know? the crowd were loving this though. I know. Like, the, 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 what was going on?
2: I <laughs> the was like proper into this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they really are. And, you know, they they stop en route to grab a table from the from the side of the entrance stage, which gets, a, as you say, a huge pop, Liam. I mean, I suppose in the 90s you haven't seen everything. This would be great to get to see someone go to a table, I guess, but, yeah. but blimey. Um, out next to a rapturous response from the crowd are the current joint holders of the coveted TMNS Match of the Wars title, the Steiners. Dog bark chants for Rick Abound and the lads wearing their nought more 80s naughty polka dot and fluorescent spandex singlets with totally inappropriate mismatched University of Michigan varsity jackets. They look like they mean business. Intrigued to see how they follow up from last week's utter barnstormer with the Road Warriors lads. What do we think? Bischoff tells us to look at this crowd and he's not wrong in fairness. They are white hot for the Steiners. White hot for him. I mean, when,
1: when this was going on, I was looking at Steiner and I was thinking, Phew. he's the, the fucking size of the man. Surely he's a fucking case. He should be the champion, least. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. I mean, the actual fucking yeah, champ. Yeah. yeah,
0: he's got the he's got the profile for it. Yeah, he's got he's got but everything. as well at the moment, apart from the promo stuff. But you, you know, doesn't you he's know. the best wrestler. Yeah, he's Stunning. best in the ring, doesn't? Most yeah. exciting
1: stuff. He's he's strong as fuck. Yeah. He can have a match with anyone. He's throwing these two fat lads around here like nobody's <laughs> business. Correct. And then. I know. know his promos. His promos questionable last week, and obviously he's always yeah. got that kind of hanging over him. But he's not worse than Hogan in that regard. He should be. He should be the champ. Oh, 100%
0: agree. 100% he agree. should be. Yeah. He's and he is, as you say, if it's possible, he looks even more jacked this week than he did last week. It's staggering. Absolutely staggering. And he kicks off, uh, facing off against Rocco Rock uh, by press slamming him, uh, and you know, Rocco looks like a weighty looking bloke. And as you yeah. say, Jim, it's like. <laughs> Up he goes, isn't it? Like... It's crazy. Steiner then teases an apron based dive to the outside onto the now table based Rock. Rock sort of rolled off and sort of got himself on the table after he was a bit clumsy and, you know, a bit daft looking. But anyway, Rocco escapes before Steiner starts his leap. So we're alright, just a tease, lads, just a tease, not yet. The other two lads are then tagged in and Rick gets a chorus of dog barks again before catching the leaping grunge and planting him with a power slam that the crowd love, and understandably so, look cracking. Scott enters the ring to cover off the attack from Rocco Rock as he's trying to come and interrupt stuff and the University of Michigan lads clean house with forearms to the delight of the crowd. So over these two. It's, it's jaw-dropping. I mean, understandable because they are fantastic at the moment, but so over. Bischoff, then almost ruins the whole thing by telling us that Dennis Rodman's been fined by the NBA (laughs) and suspended for six games, (laughs) before stating that he wouldn't be surprised if he starts hooking up with Hogan. What a revelation that is. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The action continues in dramatically chaotic fashion on the outside as we get our first shot of what I assume are the UTC Arena's only available chairs. They apparently don't <laughs> use and they don't have Shit. access to the time ordered time ordered folding steel <laughs> chairs. Used in wrestling since time immemorial. No, what they have are fixed plastic molded chairs that you'd see in a community centre, for instance. They're, they're straight from the conference room, aren't they? Straight from the conference <laughs> room. It's crackers. <laughs> Rocco has then to he has to try and slam Rick's head into a fixed plastic chair, and at least he yeah, does it, it with a it bulldog, so but it doesn't work, does it? You know, it's absolute no, amateur, it was. It was terrible village stuff. It got him <laughs> 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 Heenan does his best to pick them up, saying that this is where they're at their best, using anything they can get their hands on to inflict damage on the uh, their opponents and and. Does a decent job, but you can't get past the, the the conference chairs. Back in the ring, and Rock starts to take the advantage. And he delivers a, in fairness, great-looking moonsault with, like, a flat arc in trajectory that genuinely does look impressive. And he follows up with a DDT on Rick uh, and then tries to drive home the advantage with a diving crossbody. But Rick counters this into a power slam as he catches him in midair. Looks brilliant again. I mean, God. Athleticism of the Steiners. Just it's still jaw-dropping. Super... Super. This brings in Scott, who follows up with a beautiful Fisherman's Superplex. Right from the top flipping rope, the crowd rightfully lose it. The subsequent cover's broken up, though, by Rock O'Rock, and we get a fast exchange of mat wrestling moves, with the two teams going toe-to-toe. I mean, it still isn't a patch on last week's match that the Stylers had with the Road Warriors, but fair play to Public Enemy. They're putting on a better show than I thought they would, uh, given what we know of them and have seen them so far.
2: Yeah, fair for, for play to WCW as well playing the playing the hot hand here with the yeah. Steiners because yeah they are massively over, they? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. This is not like WCW to give us what we
0: actually what... want to see. Yeah.
2: What about the nitro cameraman going in too close again? You know, he's <sighs> had a shocker this oh, fella no. over the last couple of weeks. He, he botched the the handcuff kind of spot the other week, oh, didn't he? Did Jesus Christ! And there was I can't remember who it was was climbing. Onto, onto the top turnbuckle, and he was like right next to them on the apron. Like, yeah. you don't need to be that close, we don't need to see that closer shot, do we? Do you know no. what I mean? Yeah,
0: he's so right, I know. It, it adds absolutely nothing and takes us straight out of it, shatters, shatters K yeah. fame, doesn't it? Crackers, absolutely bonkers. Yeah, you're dead right. Um, Johnny Grunge, Bischoff then tells us, gets tossed like a bag of potatoes. <laughs> That's <laughs> correct. As Scott plants a belly-to-belly suplex and then tags in Rick once more. Rocco places Rick up on the table that he set up at ringside earlier um, after slamming his head into the guardrail, which we're not showing on camera. Thanks, lads. <laughs> and then he misses with a senton bomb over the top rope uh, to the outside as Rick has about three hours to roll off the table. And I'm fairly sure he was already way out of the way before Rocco took flight. Still, the crowd don't care. They're just happy to see Rocco's coccyx get some splinters. With Rocco out of the action, the Steiners double team Grunge, planting a top rope bulldog from height with Grunge on top of Scott's shoulders as Rick leaps off uh, from the top of the turnbuckle to get the pin for the win. The lads once again then ruin it with some comedy impromptu <laughs> promos to the in ring camera that will just pretend didn't happen. Other than that, what a match! Two and two for the Steiners. Two in two. Streak. Hot streak. What a run. One more for the hat-trick. Give him the belt. <laughs> Correct. Totally agree. After the break, we return to the glorious sound of the Four Horsemen's music as Arn, the battery Anderson, is making his way to the ring with Woman. He's here to take on the least likely undercover infiltration agent in history,
1: <laughs> the Booty Man. This is an absolute disgrace. <laughs> it's a disgrace that Arn Anderson...
0: I know. A yeah, wrestling
1: icon who has to fucking validate this joker. This is insane. <laughs> I wrote the exact same thing down. Like,
2: what is going on here? Yeah, yeah. it's a disgrace. He's going to become the booty man's toilet
0: paper for for, oh. for this episode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't sit well with me. No, fair enough. I will say though, the crowd seemed to like him. <laughs> I assume who the booty man? Yeah. The crowd, the crowd like the booty man. The crowd cheer for the booty. <laughs> oh no, they can't be. I, I mean, unless they've piped some audio in, I've got to say got to. The... it's got to be skullduggery. Uh, pff. yeah. I, 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 wouldn't, wouldn't argue with that. Wouldn't be surprised to find out. But crowd cheers are there for the booty man. Um, I mean, it's yeah. crackers he's getting over now, but it's clearly just because his organs mate in it. But uh, Arn, as always here, once more is putting on a cracking performance in selling booty's opening onslaught like he's just just cracking booty starts on top as I say but the wily arm then has then had enough and he ducks out from under the bottom rope to the outside and catches booty man as he tries to grab arm back him and pull him back in the ring arm works the lower back you'd, you'd think that'd be one of one of the booty man's areas of strength given his skin his but far, from, far be it from me to criticise Arn to pro. <laughs> he's back on top shortly afterwards, though. A vicious strike to the solar plexus is super sold by Arn, who flips over after impact, It's uh, which is then followed up by a body slam and a back body drop. All of this causes Mongo to state that he thinks Arn is discombobbled, and Bobby Heenan just can't help himself. Well, speaking about another person that's, well, I don't want to say discombobbled, <coughs> Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> well, well done, Bobby. Just Just lightning fast uh, and he tells us the page. by the way is struggling for cash after his recent spate of bad luck <laughs> 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 this is all though it is quickly it's quickly revealed to, to set up the fact that the former diamond doll Kimberly then makes her way ringside as she's now loosely aligned to the booty man which causes woman to take off her shoe and use as a weapon as she starts to charge down Kimberly. Booty Man then goes to intervene and gets clobbered by a double axe handle from Arn for his troubles. Uh, and then Arn rolls Booty into the ring, but Booty is quick to recover and he sprints off the ropes and then plants Arn with his finisher, the high knee. <laughs> I kid you not. Oh, can't, I can't have this. I can't yeah. have it.
1: It's a travesty.
0: As Arn is.
2: Zane is coming back through the ropes. Why are they doing this, Zane? Why, why, why are they doing it? <laughs> I know. This is this is a, this is a guy who's been in the main event. He's been in the main event against the top face in the company. <laughs> yep. And he and he's having to put the booty man over to, to for, for a knee to the head.
0: <laughs> you correct the high knee I didn't, I
1: didn't <laughs> for the high knee.
2: Furious! I was furious after this. It,
0: I don't blame you The booty
2: man He's going to be He's going to be a back foot, Isn't he In like four episodes time of There's no longevity of to him
0: No
1: But oh, He's, he's getting treated a. like Fucking John Cristal Have they not got a John Cristal They could have thrown in here You're so right You're so right Well it was Jim Duggan Until he started battering
2: the Giants <laughs> so, <you>
0: know, <laughs> Until he Until he became Superman <laughs> He established himself As the fucking The giant card case on the roster Yeah <laughs> Jesus Oh, you're so right. Anyway, the high knee <laughs> does for Arne and gets bootyman <laughs> the win via pinfall. The crowd goes wild once more. They do seem to love the booty. So oh, do. they can't, they can't. <laughs> After a WCW Saturday night promo, we're back in the arena for another tag team battle. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero <laughs> appearing on Saturday night. <laughs> have a look at what you could have watched. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they just teasers every <laughs> week, the don't they? Time. Malenko on the Guerrero, Sting's been on the <laughs> We get <James laughs> in Loch Nest
0: <laughs> oh, spot on. Spot on. Never any never any thought of Hogan going on there, by the way. We <laughs> get oh, no, Hogan freeze zone. No, I can make Hogan work Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Ah Anyway, right, well, uh, in, in come the road warriors uh, for our next tag team uh, tag team battle, and they emerge to rapturous applause they're super over to, and they are followed pretty swiftly by, and there's no other way of saying this, lads, the Nasty Boys. <laughs> We're straight into the chaos, and the lads are all outside the ring almost immediately, and they clumsily brawl around with the community conference chairs again. The conference the... Was back out, wasn't it? <laughs> Hilarious run out. It's absolutely <laughs> crack. <laughs> The nasty start taking control to booze from the crowd, but Brian Nobbs is flung from the apron, landing squarely on his ribs, and he <laughs> takes a fucking elephant shot at you on the guardrail. you laughing laughing at Nob? Nobs, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, love, I love his first name is Brian. It's just a normal, really <laughs> dull name, Brian Nobbs. <laughs> Brian Nobbs. Anyway, he takes it. He takes this absolute panging off the uh, off the guardrail, and then we descend into madness. Jerry Sags arrives, and hits Animal <laughs> with another conference centre chair. Looks crap, looks really crap. And Animal is having absolutely none of this. So he responds in kind. <laughs> the ref's all over the shop. Hawk's on the apron, trying to get the chair off Animal so he can use it, but Animal doesn't see him, so he just flails around as Animal walks around with a chair held aloft. This ridiculous thing. The nasty boys are all over the place. Nobs' his ribs are bandaged, I've just seen, but on the outside of his ring attire why no, i noticed that. what was going <laughs> why <on? laughs> and they're starting to come loose obviously and then <laughs> animals about to accidentally wallop the ref with a community center chair but the ref just just tells him no stop it so he does <laughs> and walks away calmly and gets in the ring the brawling lads just stop and then they all just wander back in he's like oh i've had enough now let's just all separately walk into the ring and then we start again. No count-outs, despite the fact that everyone's been outside now for, for about 73 minutes. Just nothing. Ridic is is that not a DQ either, by the way? Using the shy plastic chair, the conference chair? Yeah, because it is. You're dead right. Absolutely They've been all over this show. No-one's been DQ'd. Everyone's been using it. It's a regular tag match. Yeah. Maybe the ref's just taking the, the calculated, uh, you know, approach, going, it's a plastic chair. It's doing no harm. Do what you like with it. You know? Yeah. That's fine. It's <laughs> pathetic. We can't <laughs> disqualify someone for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Could be in for bouncing right off the
0: turnbuckle next. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Significantly safer than that. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, so are back in the ring now. We clumsily brawl around some more with Hawk and knobs now exchanging clumsy blows and strikes. It's got all the flow of two sheets of sandpaper rubbing together. This match—it's absolutely ridiculous. An admittedly impressive body slam, though I've got to say on Knobs from Animal only gets a two, and we again. Descend into Cracker's brawls and the ref having zero control. But with the ref focusing entirely on knobs on the side of the ring furthest from the gangway, the Steiners run in but gets stopped by Jerry Sags, who gets hurled into the barricade for his troubles as he tries to break him up. At which point, the ref is clearly seen by the ringside camera turning round to see what's happening, before quickly returning to ignore the huge cheers from the crowd, shaking ring, etc., to pretend he hasn't seen, you know, what's going on as the Steiners is coming into intervene. intervene. Um, he pretends he gets back, and he basically gets back to checking on the kneeling knobs for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Now the ref sees everyone, though, but doesn't call for the bell. An animal grabs a piece of his shoulder pads, plants knobs, leading to everyone of a certain age from the UK who re-watches this to declare he's pierced his knobs on a spike, which gets him the <laughs> win. The Steiners and Hawk trade no-selling conference chair shots up the ramp until the ref comes and tells them to stop, and they do. They didn't listen to him at any point during the match in all this chaos in the, in, the, in the ring itself, but now they're outside... Yeah, okay, ref. We'll stop that. No problem. No bother. Makes no sense.
1: Stiner, not Steiners. Um, uh, the road is cheating against a win. Yeah. True. Two weeks running. Good spot. Good ranch.
0: Dirty shenanigans. Yeah. Shouldn't need to do it. All white hot and super strong. You're right. You're right. And think of that. Cheating twice. Nitpicked. Nitpicked. Keep an eye on them. <laughs> Next, after an uncensored promo, good idea this. No replays, no video, no pictures, only one way to see it is how Bischoff sells it. Should do this more, you know what I mean? Great. I suppose it was easier in the 90s and stuff, but I don't know why we don't do it now, you know, with all the network and stuff. I don't know why they don't have like, pay, watch this, never again sit, you know what I mean? Anyway, I thought it was good. We then hear Ric Flair's theme song, and he's marching down the ramp with Pyro fizzing behind him, accompanied by a woman who has his World Heavyweight Championship belt slung across her shoulder. And an altogether out of place-looking Taskmaster sauntering around behind him. How
2: is the Taskmaster in the main event? So you've got <laughs> Anne, absolutely <laughs> propping up the, the Booty Man, <laughs> and Kevin Sullivan's sneaking into the main event. What is going on? Ah, oh, Liam, you're so
0: right. Uh, it's, it's horrendous. It is horrendous. And all the Not other big he... for
1: when Bischoff Bischoff referred to them as Kevin Sullivan's demented party. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> demented <laughs> party. That's what this is meant to be. Demented. <laughs> <laughs> oh, silly evil! So, what's going on?
0: Yeah, and it's, and it's, what, it's just flare with woman, in, woman in a posh frock and a belt. Yeah, <laughs> and Taskmaster. That's it. That's the idea. You're over of a demented by. You're always selling this. Bishop. Oh man, he certainly is. It's not the Manson family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you know what
0: I mean? Quite right. Oh man. Anyway, yeah, Old Yellow, as as we say, is going to be Flair's partner here in this Texas Tornado tag match. that will see them take on the Mega Powers, as we heard earlier. Anyway, out next are Hogan and Savage. To the former's music, obviously. Uh, The lads join Flair and Taskmaster in the ring, and we get right to it. Hogan backbody drops Flair, leading both to then brawl outside, with Hogan getting the best of him, including a spot where a fan's novelty-foam macho man hat is stuffed onto Flair's head by Hogan, obscuring his vision, and Flair (laughs) flails around, presenting a Ridiculous, but got a chuckle from me. Macho and Taskmaster are also brawling outside, uh, and the pace has already just fallen off a cliff. (laughs) Taskmaster's already <laughs> catching his breath. He's gassed. He's absolutely <laughs> gassed. That's a disgrace. We end at Irake City, population flare, as the dirtiest player in the game tries to blind Hogan a few times, probably to save him having to watch this match in fairness. He's probably doing him, a, doing him a solid. He then scampers up to the Ric Flair lemming position, atop the turnbuckle, and Hogan duly obliges by arriving and then press-slamming the champ onto the canvas in a high arc. Mongo says, quite possibly the first relevant comedy aside I've ever heard from him here, as he comments on Flair's aerial journey, saying, the Wright brothers would have been proud of that one at Kitty Hawk. Good that, Mongo. I, I assume he's done a Joey here, right, though, and he's bought one encyclopedia volume after this one, this one on flight, you know what I mean? I'm, 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 gonna, I'm waiting more quips on, like, feats, fortitude, and fungus by the end of the night. He's got, <laughs> he's got flight nailed, well Mongo. The Mega Powers take control and Hogan chokes Taskmaster with a bandana and then a far more sinister looking camera cable to give him a breather. This is followed by another conference chair, sh- chair assault from Hogan. Just uh, It looks just as bad as it rest do have so far. Ridiculous, don't know why people are doing this. More chaos ensues with nobody really getting on top and all looking a bit peat gassed. And Mongo says... He can see where they call it a Texas Tornado match as it's been a whirling dervish hold for applause. Uh, <laughs> no idea. Uh, maybe, maybe it was buy one, get one free, and he, he got the W encyclopedia too. I don't know. Whirling <laughs> dervish, this one. Whirling <laughs> dervish. Flair plants Macho in the figure four, and bizarrely, Hogan, rather than going and breaking up the hold and saving his mate, he applies the same move to Taskmaster in the ring... Uh, you know, a meter away from where it's happening to, to Macho. But he can't do it. No, he can't do but it. you he can't just, put it on. You're dead right.
1: You can't put it on. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Go and save your mate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Do you know what I mean? Completely. Yeah, a woman implores her charges here to prevail, but it has the opposite effect and riles up Macho, who reverses the hold on flair causing the nature boy to break it off. Rick then takes his anger out on the ref, not sure what the ref's supposed to have done wrong here, and pushes him to the ground. Rather than this knocking him out with a usual ref pump, though, the ref bounces back up and pushes Flair square in the chest, which he hilariously sells with a massive back pump, and the crowd love it. More brawling without anyone getting on top, and Taskmaster and Macho head outside as Hogan pummels Flair in the corner before then hulking up and whipping Flair over to the opposite turnbuckle, um, and then Flair does his usual over and out to the outside uh, turnbuckle spot. Weekly, you're right. Um... Uh, H- Hogan Never gone. happens to anybody else. Nobody else takes
1: one like that. Never happens to anyone <laughs> no else but Flair every week.
0: <laughs> Match thrown outside too, and now all four men are brawling on the ringside mat. Woman then provides her formidable shoe to Flair, who plants Hogan with it. But Hogan super kicks out with the pin and fully hulks up, which causes Arn Anderson to join Woman at ringside.
1: I pop big for the for the shoe, <laughs> the shoe is it's like it's the most over thing in this kind of this long running this, this horrendous main event package that's been programmed that's just been going and going and going and will never end it just makes perfect sense that Hogan would bury it like he did it would just no sell it it was perfect so, so Hulk Hogan the most Hulk Hogan thing you can do
2: he's,
0: he's so right absolutely spot on
2: yeah. look at the damage it did the other week he had like a the laser bandages on his head the other week because of his shoe <laughs> and then <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> this all causes Arn Anderson to join Woman at Ringside, and he trips Hogan as Hogan's running the ropes. And then Brian Pillman then hops the fence from the crowd out of nowhere. Tie-dye trousers and appeal phone number t-shirt on. Battering Macho Man and nearly killing Flair with the first dangerous use of a conference chair all night. as he <laughs> flings it at about three hundred miles an hour and he only narrowly misses <laughs> Flair with the one of the metal legs that shoot you would have impaled the champ. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> it was unbelievable. And again, I've said this a lot already, but Chaos once again descends as Pillman is aggressively brawling, well, well, with everyone, uh, faces and heels alike, and they're trying desperately to subdue him and keep up the pretense of this being an actual match. Uh, Pillman then absolutely wallops on with a chair leg to the head, but the absolute hard-as-nails arm basically no-sells it because he's focusing on rallying the troops to get everyone here to subdue the loose cannon Pillman. Morgan arrives to brawl with Lion Brian, who doesn't really go for him back, because he surely you know must know that he can't attack the Golden Goose. You know, s- smart move getting him involved, Alan. Well played. And he instead moves on to Macho. Bootyman arrives too. Tomorrow, applause. I'm afraid, Jim. And Macho looks like he really shoot attacks Pillman as the latter is trying to get into the ring, and then Pillman hastily makes his escape as two absolutely ginormous blokes <laughs> arrive. <laughs> Being led to the ring by Jimmy Hart. One of them looks like Vader's dad, clad in like black and grey camo trousers and matching face paint. What? What's this? Does anyone know what's going on?
1: They love bringing in big men, don't they?
2: How much strength and depth do the Dungeon do need? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're approaching like NFL size roster now. What's going on? Like. Just for the
0: dungeon. <laughs> yeah. It's mental.
2: How many more like squad members do they need to take Hogan on? Like, You're so it's
0: right. insane. You're so right. You're so right. It's absolutely boring. Well, let's think about it. They've, they've, they've got the Shark. Yeah.
2: They've got Meng. Yeah. Hugh Morris. <laughs> Hugh Morris? <laughs> yeah. Scott Norton. Wasn't he the Dungeon? Jazzmaster. Possibly, yeah. Meng's uh, in it. flo has been knocking about in
0: there. Yeah. Double uh, A. Meng. Loch Ness. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, These giant. two new fellas, like, yeah. they did lose the booty, man. <laughs> big loss.
2: Yeah, true. Oh, the giants—they got the giants in there as well. Yeah, yeah I got the giant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, how um, many? How many more like big fellows do they need? they're Just being made to look like the most feeble faction in the history of
0: wrestling. Yeah, they no, oh, the hapless, the hapless, absolutely crazy. No, you're right. And, and yeah, and what's the point? None of this is explained. We don't know who these people are. Just, just that they were the that was. It yeah, this, no, was not, it? A yeah. not a clue. not a clue. Uh, it's another, it's another insurance policy thing. The Yeti, we forgot about the Yeti. He was in. He was in. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Let's forget the insurance policy. Taskmaster's Lest... dad. Taskmaster's dad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? Like
0: this roster size is insane. Oh, it is yeah, you're right. It's crackers, absolutely crackers. Um, so at the sight of these humongous, never been bigger in the history of people, blokes, uh, the mega powers, and the Booty Man retreat. Uh, and Flair grabs a mic hilariously to say, "Hogan, do something about it!" <laughs> and he laughs. It's great. Tony Schiavone is on mic duties in the ring and interviews Taskmaster. Oh God, who t- says some words? Followed by Jimmy Hart. It was a rare mic slip-up as he says, "Hogan, earlier tonight you said you and Macho were like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, but you're more like Dumber and Dumber." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww. laughs> No, Jimmy, it's not dumber and dumber. You've, you've, you've slipped at the, the least opportune time there, mate. Oh. Anyway, after a decent arm promo, Taskmaster gets back on the mic again to say, Hogan, as the spider said to the fly, welcome to the cage. <laughs> what? What do you mean? The spider said to the fly, welcome to the cage not the I'm web the it. cage <laughs> you're talking yeah. about anyway back to the comms table to see us out and Eric says the new lads are two of the biggest guys he's ever seen oh, you're right Eric completely Heenan says there's now as a result of these big lads being here only one more week of Hogan because we've got the doomsday match coming up you know it sounds good to me Bobby it sounds fucking good to me and with that we are out So that was WCW Monday Nitro. Let's find out what we all made of it. What would make us want to tune in next time, and what turned us off quicker than an earthquake and typhoon? Only fan subscription. Who wants to kick off the Nitro ratings builders, lads? Uh, Nitro builder, first
2: one to kick things off. Uh, clearly, the best thing on the program this week and last week was the Steiner brothers. Uh, massively over. It just changes the whole dynamics of the match mm. and the atmosphere when you. You know, the crowds all into it as well. Very good in the ring, especially Scott. Um and it's 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 good to see them on a on a winning run as well. So maybe a push towards the tag team belts, who knows?
0: Yeah, absolutely should do. Totally agree. Jim, any builders from you?
1: Uh, I've got same as Liam down there with the, the Steiners, getting a match out of public enemy is no mean feat, but but it did <laughs> it. Um <laughs> Yeah, I've already made me feelings that Steyer should be world champ quite clear, so I won't dwell on that. Luger is my other one. Lex Luger consistently yeah. delivering the uh, the entertaining content nowadays. Always looking forward to what he's doing. Turned it around big time. Oh, is it. <laughs> most
0: improved Most improved player award, has to be. Yeah, that's that's the extent of it for me, really. Yeah, it's bomb. I, had, I did have Pillman in as well, which looked very, very, very shooty, and like that absolutely wasn't the plan and all the rest of it, but flipping entertaining to watch, and I am... Um... Keen to see yeah. what happens next week. So
1: After the shoe, he's the second most <laughs> interesting thing about the programme, or most over thing about the programme. <laughs> <laughs> Neither are wrestlers who were employed by WCW. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, amazing. I, I did have another one as well. I put Tony Schiavone down just as a, yeah. a nice stopgap for, uh, I think Bobby Heenan said Mean Gene was, was out with the flu, didn't he, or something or other. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You don't get as much cheesiness. I know mean Gene's obviously like, you know, a legend of the of the of the uh WCW kind of organisation, but I don't know, a bit more professionalism with Shivani, so it was good for a for a change up. Yeah, I liked it too. But, I mean that's me, you know, scraping the barrel, but it was <laughs> it was a, a breath of fresh air having uh, having Tony doing the interviews.
0: Yeah, agreed. Second that. Well we're going for the ultimate builders then, lads. Gotta be it's got Steiner on it. Yeah. Or, or, or could it be Lex Luger? Could it be Lex Luger? I mean
1: We did well, absolutely the turnaround is It is phenomenal.
2: I'm gonna go Steiner brothers just just with
0: how hot they are at the months. Yeah, second that. Second that. Alright. I'll go for a clean sweep, but the fact that Lex Luger has run a genuine close second and would have otherwise gotten the ultimate builder pick on the Monday night scores It's incredible. It's incredible. Is, <laughs> And he would have done it, say, for a phenomenal performance from the Steiners who weren't here a couple of weeks ago. If he'd been banging these performances in Lex a couple of weeks ago, he'd, he'd, be on a, he'd be on a ultimate builder streak at the moment. He would, he would. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So over to the killers then. Who wants to kick us off? Jim?
1: Um, I kicked off with Sullivan's trunks. There must be millions. <laughs> Millions must be reaching for the remote when they see those. <laughs> or oh,
0: the <they're> sick bag. Like. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I'll tell you what, right? How has he got so much material up here, but but on, in the gusset, there's so little? Like, how? Yeah. how? He, looks, oh, like, he looks like a walking egg cup. <laughs> 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 He's metal. got to
1: be. He's got to have him switch channels. There's got to be a massive... A massive <laughs> spike in viewers deserted when he comes on, um, but can't argue with that. In terms much. of egregiousness, I've just, I've already mentioned it once, so I won't dwell on it. But the, the absolute disgrace that was the the Booty Man beating Arn Anderson <laughs> just left a foul stench on the program. They just uh, couldn't yeah, get away yeah, from yeah, that. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, totally with you. The burial of Arn Anderson was right at the top. Was not unhappy
2: with that. That um, the fact that Loch Ness has been brought in for zero reason, you know. <laughs> for two two terrible squash matches against Scotty Riggs oh, and Das Vunderkin where he nearly killed both of them. Um <laughs> just a waste. Just, what a waste. Yeah. I think we say this quite a lot about WCW just such <laughs> such wasted time. Yeah, um, exactly. so, yeah. yeah. so he was part of the uh, killers list and then I've got to mention how feeble the Dungeon of Doom are being made to look. Yeah. Um with, with these two new fellas that are being brought in, just you know, extra heads just to um, just to let Hulk Hogan just to beat them up for a little bit, and then they'll be out as well. So, yeah, they, they've made the killers list. That's yeah.
1: the thing, isn't it? As well, though, like we've already established, and we've said this before, we've already established that it doesn't matter how big they are, Hogan is going to win. They're yes. not, not going to get they're not going oh, to one up Hogan. Yeah. So, no. what's the point? What's the what's the what's the, the fucking yeah. I don't know what's the attraction here? I don't get it.
0: I am I am quite looking forward to see just how high up on their torso, he's able to get his big boot when he faces him. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he ain't going to be anywhere near their heads. <laughs> you know what I you mean? Disqualify for a low <laughs> blow. The ref's going to yeah. have to uh, <laughs> figure a way around. <laughs> exactly.
2: Unbelievable. I mean, in, in terms of the lads that they've introduced, the, the, these two new fellas, I mean, it'd be, it's preposterous that we don't know the names at all.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Thunderfoot and Skullcrusher? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was Skullcrusher the other one? Yeah. Oh, you remember the oh, other karate fighter? Amazing. that was it? Yeah, Skullcrusher. Yeah. yeah, Thunderfoot and Skullcrusher.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, wow. <laughs> what, a, um, what, what a day this is. <laughs> I found out the other guy, not the one who you said looked like Vader's dad, Steve, but yeah. the other guy, the black guy, his name is... O- he was Zeus in, in WWF.
0: Oh, right. In That's 1989.
1: So Fucking hell. My knowledge of this period of time is absolutely non-existent. Yeah, I'm but not great with it, but blimey.
0: Yeah, no Zeus. My that...
1: understanding is he, f- he finished up in there, in WWF, or maybe his kind of headline run in WWF. WWF. He was in a program with uh, Hogan, Savage, and... Brutus Beefcake it was, of course the booty man and the booty man the former now Indian. that's getting regurgitated Blimey. seven years later to sell pay-per-views yeah. on the, the WCW night row rinse yeah. and repeat plus Vader's dad so why would you buy this pay-per-view yeah. you
2: just not. The, the, the disappointing thing is you just know these two will not be around for, for longer than yeah, yeah, yeah. episodes yeah, like, you, yeah. Right. yeah it's pointless
0: it's absolutely pointless once they've
2: been served up as cannon fodder they'll be you know, <laughs> on the go
0: correct yeah, no, I've got no more to add than that. I had uh, Taskmaster Needs to Be Not Wrestling was my top one. Uh, and um, <laughs> and just you, echoing your earlier thoughts almost verbatimly I and mean, what's going on with the Dungeon of Doom. I literally don't understand where everyone sits, who's in, who's out, why they're fighting. Yeah. It's a mess. You know, if you're a heel, you're basically in the Dungeon of Doom, but without any explanation given, it's... <laughs> Going on, so uh, I don't know a what result. size the dungeon of dooms like.
2: <laughs> I don't know what size it needs to be before they, they suddenly become effective. Like,
0: their locker room must be like, yeah, must have trailers out the back and stuff, must have overflow locker room. You know?
2: If they attacked at once, then they'd be so much better. Do you know what I mean? Swarm rather than <laughs> yeah. what, yeah, a swarm of bees just around Hogan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that would work, though. That would be Meng straight down the middle first as the only one who can run. <laughs> with, with, like, yeah. Shark wheezing his way down. Give me a minute! <laughs> you know. Shark. Fucking yeah. hell. Go on then, lads. What are we going to have as our ultimate killer?
2: Even though, like, the Dungeon of Doom annoy me every episode, you know, to the point now where I'm just ready to just switch off when when they come on because I just know the <laughs> results of what's going to happen. Um <laughs> I can't I can't forgive Arn Anderson being buried against the uh, the booty man to a, a knee to the head. Uh, I can't I, I can't live with that.
0: The high knee. Fair sickening. Enough.
2: Sickening it was watching that.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Jim. No, I am with Liam hundred percent. Um Sullivan's trunks ran it close, but you just cannot you can't be allowing things like that to go without criticism. With booty man defeating Arn Anderson
0: with the high knee. <laughs> can't argue with that clean sweep Older killer this week booty man's high knee over on Nitro, but what about Raw? Over to the Raw Rundown to find out. And we are not live as we're once again in the Freeman Coliseum in San Antonio, Texas for a pre-taped Monday Night Raw. We're greeted with our now customary cheesy film trailer recap voiced over by Vince. Vincent King give us an intro piece to camera as the British Bulldogs' "Rule Britannia theme blares in the background. King's on fine form until the Bulldogs' opponent's music hits. And Jake the Snake Roberts, snake bag slung over his shoulder, climbs into the ring, causing Bulldogs manager Jim Cornette to quickly slide out of the ring and shudder. Fantastic stuff, that. King does not like this. He does not like snakes, as we know from last week. We get underway and it looks for all the world like Wrestle Your Weird Uncle Day on Raw as the stacked, jacked and athletic Bulldog takes on the, um, well, the Jake the Snake Robert. Um, bulldog does a great job of selling Jake as a threat. <laughs> like a genuine threat. He and was after... working overtime here, you know, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, oh was big he time. Just... It's like, like you just said there, it's
1: like, since he's come back, he's, he's wrestled Kane and the British Bulldog, so two of the most fucking... Jack stacked up fucking massive lads. They have.
0: <laughs> Couldn't be perfect. And he's just
1: tubby, haggard old man, with like no definition in his arms. it's
0: What is going on? I know. Can't do anything. Bulldog would fucking murder him. I was he, supposed he to would, buy this. Correct. You're exactly right. And Bulldog, bless him, yeah, he does a fantastic job of, as I say, of of, of making this look semi plausible. Um. Uh, after a couple of minutes of sort of soaking up some of this bulldog, basically then he's on top. But Roberts does get a few moves in. He plans a DDT, his finisher, you know, um, only for Cornette to break it up, causing Roberts to debag his snake and charge after Cornette. This leads to a count out and a win <laughs> for the bulldog. <laughs> At least it was short, and it allows Vince once again to repeat his shitting Lawler up spot, saying, whoa, is that a snake under the ounce table? Oh, no, no, it's just a microphone cable. <sighs> How many more weeks are we going to have of this? (laughs) I (laughs) mean, it wasn't good the first time. It's multiple weeks now. Next, we hear JR's dulcet tones introduce another HBK Bret Hart WrestleMania promo package as we're treated to part two of the HBK and Bret at Home training clips and interviews shtick. It's basically rinse and repeat from last week with Sean telling a pretty dull story <laughs> about the time he was all upset to go on the road for the first time and Jose Lothario, his trainer, told him to keep his mouth shut and his eyes and ears open. Then we're back in Alberta, Canada with Bret Hart for a continuation of last week's promo on his side. Bret says he respects Shawn Michaels, but he says it's good to be confident, but not cocky as HBK is. And he says he's a better role model as, as a result. Fair enough. He feels
1: much more real, Bret Hart, than me.
0: Oh, Yeah. Joe Michael's so disingenuous because yeah. I,
1: I, I guess you kind, of, I guess you kind of tainted by the fact that everyone knows like he was a total prick. In this exactly, he was right in time. He's a complete wanker in real life. But, <laughs> yeah, he, he just comes across so disingenuous. Oh, it's and... awful in it. You're so right. It is, is... Super disingenuous. real.
2: Brett tells us he's uh, his son has uh, some HBK glasses, doesn't he? So I wonder if he's paired it with the clever hats <laughs> onto the. Uh onto the deal that they were trying to flog a couple of months back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got the buy one it, get one free package. <laughs> that might
2: have been Brett's son the other week.
0: <laughs> oh god, that like Kevin de Bruyne kid. <laughs> yeah. That would make you want to kill uh, <laughs> kill HBK at WrestleMania. <laughs> oh man, unbelievable! Back to the arena, and pre-Kishi Fatu is in the ring. Nice, very nice, very nice. nice. Thank you. He's here to take on (laughs) intercontinental champion Goldust, who arrives, accompanied by his director, Marlena, And he's wearing a kilt on top of his glittery spandex onesie following last week's confrontation with Hot Rod, which resulted in Piper agreeing to a match with Goldust. A backlot brawl, no less, whatever the hell that is. Goldust starts by getting his clock cleaned by the athletic Fatu, who mocks the Bizarre One's sultry, sexy taunting after planting a back body drop. A lovely baseball slide and prone punch to counter Fatu's attempt at another backbody drop is as slick as you like from gold dust. But Fatu was quick to get back on the front foot as he lands a headbutt on his opponent. But this is then followed by a low blow as the ref is being distracted by the appealing Marlena. And that wasn't a pun, but it is a pun. Well done, mate. Then we have to endure the worst spot in wrestling. A phone call interview by the comms team this is as Hot Rod himself is on to have a moan about Goldust and build their mania match. In the ring and entirely missed by comms who were faffing around with 30 Piper, Golddust turns Fatu inside out with a running clothesline. Looked unbelievable. Well sold Fatu, mate. Then suggestively hovers his kilt over the top of him. I mean, I know he's wearing a onesie and you can't see that underneath, but it is grimness. He then wraps <laughs> things up. <at> pipe, <laughs> it is, isn't it, isn't it yeah, it's grimy?
1: Yeah, it's, grimy. it's grimy.
0: He's It's It's basically he's doing a dancing unconscious teabag threaten. Is the move? <laughs> you know what I mean? The children's show. Was
2: it just me? Was it just me? I was was pipe like really shouting on the phone as well because I was like distracted on multiple <laughs> yeah, times. He like. Was... I was like what's going on here and then Piper would shout and then like I'd be like whoa fucking hell what's, what's, what's going on here turn your like...
1: volume up Roddy yeah I think the sound quality I is so bad on the calls you can, you can never
0: make out what's being said anyway can you no, no, it's, like, it's the just sound quality's that bad yeah you, you're so right it's absolutely awful anyway Golders wraps this up by planting a cracking looking curtain call to get the pin an ultimate warrior or is the nitpick <laughs> He did it again. He did it again, didn't he? <laughs> he did. He think did. Is now ensured I can't unhear the ultimate warrior promo follows. And it's a big fat move from me again. This is fucking... We don't even see him. What's the point? It's just old yeah, who's footage bothered. of it. Who was bothered about it? Who was bothered indeed? Poor Triple H.
2: Interesting to see that they used uh, Warrior defeating Randy yeah, Savage, was Yeah, good it? point,
0: actually. Very good point. you yeah, yeah, think good. of that? Yeah. A little dig.
2: A little dig at match or uh, WCW. Although,
0: undermines their it's just old guys they've done it you know what I mean all the all the all the. Oh, no, I totally, yeah, could pin Macho if he's this old fart that you telling me to be you can't be saying you know can't both ways Vince good lane. none of them could be Eddie Weston
1: correct like the snake could <laughs> <laughs> shout fucking hell it's a guy they just found under a bridge <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, you love him, Vince. Look, he's got a snake and everything. You love him. <laughs> yeah. Get him on Raw.
1: <laughs> Don't debug it. I saw a million about the dumpster out the back. <laughs> Get a snake with him. We said, Do you want to fight the bulldog? He said, yeah. He said, yeah. said yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go.
0: Oh, dear. Oh, very good. We quickly move on to a WWF Superstars recap, which confirms what we all suspected last time out. It'll be three-on-three three at Mania with the six loose ends being tied up, taking each other <laughs> on at the granddaddy of them all. Vader, Bulldog and Owen Hart with Jim Carter and their corner, will be taking on Ahmed Johnson, Jake the Snake, Robert, if he's recovered from today in time, and Yoko Zuna. The heels are in the ring when we come back <laughs> to the live, but not really action being interviewed by by Vince. Another set of shite promos from all the usual suspects uh, uh, then, then ensues, and um, say for a superb one, of course, from from Jim Cornette. Corny says they're going to make creamed wheat out of all three of them, being Jake, Snake, Armour Johnson, and cousin. Don't know what creamed wheat is, but coming your way, lads. That's how you do it, <laughs> Mongo. The lads are about to exit triumphantly but Vince, what a dick move, says not so fast, stops him in the tracks. Take a look at the video wall, pal, and a Yoko promo. I'm going to get it over. Kicks us off from an empty arena, then Jake chimes in telling Corny to always check the fine print. If the heels lose at Mania, then the faces get 5 minutes in the ring with Cornet. Yoko then plants a banzai drop on a Cornet dummy with a balloon for a head. <laughs> Which I thought was going to pop the balloon Yeah I did <laughs> But it didn't So it's just Your costume is sitting on top of Some clothes
1: <laughs> With the balloon With the balloon Like an enormous pile
0: <laughs> It's pre-taped lads You could have had another go <laughs> You know what I mean <laughs> no excuse That aside, uh, this stipulation has at least added something half sensible to this absolute otherwise (laughs) loose-end time slot filler. Can I say here as well,
1: Bulldog on the mic is just (laughs) so far away from Bulldog in the ring, isn't it? It It's wrestling Jekyll and Hyde. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't be more different. He's sublime (laughs) to absolute
0: garbage. Yes. You know what it's like as well. He's—it's like someone's told him what you need to do for a wrestling promo is shout, and he does that. But it means he never has any breath left at the end of his sentence. So he sort of frowns like he's giving up, and he's running out of breath. So he can only do two words, and then he stops again. The British (laughs) bulldog—that's that's that's every promo. He always does some kind of the Shrek
2: accent. <laughs> no, no idea where that's come from because he's he, he originates from like my neck of the woods, so yeah, quite close woods, yeah. to where to where I, I come from. So <laughs> not sure. So it should be Spanish, the... yeah, <laughs> Basque region. So
0: Oh <laughs> uh, the the Basque bulldog. Ah, oh. like it goes, doesn't it? It does go.
2: Basketball By the way, Steve, you summarised like what this, what the uh, the fine print was to the match much more smoothly than uh, Roberts did anyway. Because obviously at the end, King had to like come back in and tell us what was going on. <laughs> no. C- yeah. so, so Roberts had things to say. Roberts had things to say. I didn't have a clue what was going on. We obviously had the uh, we, we had the, the the bonsai the bonsai drop from Yoko on the dummy, and then King had to come back in and say, right, what's happened is, and then he, he obviously cleared it up. It's so all right. And again,
0: pre-taped. <laughs> a, a, pre, a pre-taped segment on a pre-taped show. <laughs> they could have done all kinds with this, and they didn't. They left this. <laughs> next, we get a complete, entire rip-off film promo. We thought the intro ones were bad. This is uh, now on this. For HBK and Bret Hart is next. It's uh It's a. It's it, again total nineties film cheese with the. Intro voiceover stuff too. It's ridiculous. We then get a ringside camera only recap of the chaotic events at Madison Square Garden the other night, uh, where Diesel turns his back on best mate and other dude with attitude, Shawn Michaels. He absolutely wallops him in the back with a chair for no reason, unprompted, blindsided him, done him over. This is just after a walloping taker for about 10 minutes with a uh, with a chair, uh, and real chairs this time, not the uh, not the... Conference centre ones. The crowd in New York do not like it. They do not like it one bit. Diesel, full on heel move move now. That's him done. Green. Imagine if they'd put this on telly. <laughs>
1: yeah. So there's some of the shite they have. He,
2: he, was, he was battering Bret Hart as well. So, you know, you, you, you've True. taken on three of your top wrestlers. So, yeah. I mean, who's going to test Diesel then? Who's going who's to be the, the ultimate test after this? Spawn. We're going to find out, aren't we?
0: Spawn all all the way around you, so rightly. Um so, Undertaker and HBK both got steamrolled by Diesel. Uh, but how do we think Barry Horovitz is gonna get on? <laughs> what a waste. What do we reckon, lads? Could be could be the one that unlocks Key to unlocking the Diesel victory. Here we goes, Barry Horovitz. Yeah. <laughs> He could put in a Jim Duggan-type performance here. <laughs> he's going to he's gonna have to, He's going to have to. He's going to have to, yeah. And exactly, so he's going to have a stab at doing what those two legendary stars could not. Uh it's inevitably doesn't last too long, this, with Big Daddy Cool in complete control almost all the way through. But he is, however, interrupted by the ever-superb Paul Bearer, who is wheeling a casket down to ringside. Oh, yes, geez, all the way, brilliant. Watch that all day. Watch an hour of Percy Pringle doing that. It's fantastic. <laughs> this is the distraction Horowitz needs to land a modicum of offense. But not much, really. And a big boot from Diesel soon puts paid to this. It only gets a two count, though. But then Diesel, with Horowitz still prone, still being, you know, cheap, weak pinned. Diesel plants a haymaker to the still grounded Barry and then just pins him again. This This allows him to get the three cracking squash spot that why don't we see that more that's just like swatting a fly you know what i mean like just two count Oh, shut up whack three there you go now we're done loved it um Anyway, Diesel then goes out immediately to investi- investigate the contents of the casket after getting the win. Uh, and uh, he opens it, and to the sound of a bong, he looks to see who's inside, more importantly. And it's Diesel himself, lads! This <laughs> doesn't half-shock an Diesel, and quite understandably, so it was, it was the last person he expected to see in there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it. It's Diesel. Uh, had a bit of a read-up on this. Looks like it was a combination of this shot Diesel in it earlier, not shot him, filmed him in it earlier on the night. Um, and a, a clever camera trickery, and then a look-alike in live. Diesel looked shocked and heads off to the back, and that's our build for Mania.
2: I did find it funny when uh, when Diesel approached the ring at the very beginning of the match that he had a quick look underneath the apron just to check if the undertaker <laughs> yeah, was it's knocking good, him out. he's good. That was pretty good. I know. I mean, <laughs> Diesel is. winds me up so much, so I've got to give him a little bit of credit when he, when he <laughs> yeah. does make me laugh. So, No, fair enough. Totally
0: fair. Next, a voyeur cameraman sneaks into a locker room and the production team think it's okay to broadcast. Fortunately, nobody's in the nude uh, as the creep <laughs> approaches Ted DiBiase, the 123 quid and to tanker who uh, seemingly having a strategy meeting ahead of the latter's imminent match against Bret Hart. The lads spot the pervert, though, and rightfully chastise him as we head to a break. Yes. You can't be doing that. When we return to Tankers in the Ring, with the money Inc. music blaring. (laughs) But it's only a few seconds before Bret Hart's cracking music hit, and the crowd goes wild. Though I suspect that some of this 60,000 strong fever pitch noise has been added in post. 7,000 people in the arena doesn't sound like this. After Hart does his customary good guy spot as he gives his ring walk shades to a little girl in the crowd. That's how you do it, Sean. No suggestive dancing or stripping required. And then again, I'd be on his case as much if he was handing out any of his bondage gear, you'd the merch to the under 10s. So maybe we should just leave it there, Sean. Just just ignore the kids. Be bagging the (laughs) snake. We get cracking with our main event action, and, well, it's certainly one for the purists. Technical ground-based grappling, punctuated by a flying crossbody from Brett, before returning to a wristlock onto Tanker, is basically what we get. But it's not long before the Native American stablemate, the 123 Kid, saunters down the ramp to join Deebiasi and stack the odds even more in favour of Money Inc. Tatanka Irish whips Brett into the opposite turnbuckle and Brett throws himself into it with a cracker's amount of force. Davey, mate, what's he doing selling for Tatanka like this, you know? Yeah. It, well, I mean, what, what, what the push Tatanka's the getting? I, I know. Like he, 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 was
2: up against, he was up against The Undertaker in the main event on Raw two episodes ago and he's got, he's got the heavyweight champ in you know, all this one, so... You're dead right, mate. Big things right. for Tatanka, it looks like. We've <laughs> <rose>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Want to watch for the future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <damn>. Um well, <laughs> our rising star then counters a teased Brett comeback with a knee to the running heart's midsection, and he follows this up with a with a running elbow drop himself that gets a two. A chop that would have flare proud resonates around the arena, but the Wily heart doesn't let it stop him and he wraps up to tanker into a small package that almost nicks it. After a sublime-looking body slam, Tatanka takes a huge and unnecessary risk and heads up top, which gives Hart the chance to counter. And he does, with a hard right hand to the midsection as Tatanka's trying to land the double axe handle. Hart then follows up with a Russian leg sweep, an inverted atomic drop and a backbreaker that are all superb. The combo of moves is then punctuated with a precise driving elbow from the second rope and Hart sets up the sharpshooter. Debiassi though has seen enough and hops onto the apron to distract the ref, who duly ambles over to admonish him. The one-two-three kid sneaks round to the ref's blind side, hops on the apron, and holds Hart back to allow Tanker a free shot. But Hart ducks. To Tanker clothes lines the kid, and Hart rolls up his opponent with a schoolboy that gets the world heavyweight champ the victory. And finally, we're back with billionaire Ted. Who's getting grilled by a federal commission who are all apparently investigating Ted's accused predatory practices? Ted gets hot under the collar as he's accused of stifling competition and building a monopoly. Sounds a lot like a lot of projections going on here, lads. Uh, the words pot kettle and black all came to mind. Anyway, Ted's true colours are apparently on show here as Ted loses it as he's grilled about whether he's trying to put WWF out of business. He says, you're damn right I am, and nobody's going to stop me then follows an appeal to get the viewers at home to complain to the federal government ahead of a hearing where Ted Turner's, <laughs> Ted's Turner broadcasted in Time Warner merger is being assessed. The WWF says this will give Ted too much power and urges viewers at home to put paid to the proposed merger by contacting the Ombudsman or whoever he is. What a shower of shit. And with that, we are out. So that was WWF Monday Night Raw. Let's find out what we all made of it. Who wants to kick off our Raw Ratings Builders, lads? I think you found it
2: tough this week with Raw, um, builders-wise, but um, the standout has to be Jim Cornette and the ability he has on the mic to just generate you know, every last ounce of heat from the crowd. Yeah, um, I genuinely enjoy listening to him, like the way he whips the crowd up into a frenzy. It's, it's so good. And obviously when... You've got the bulldog and Owen Hart in the background trying to make a mess of things. <laughs> you know, it makes it it makes it so much harder for him to, to deliver it and it, it it's it's just top notch all the time. I would I would I would just tune in every week if Jim Cornet was on the uh, just the way he already had to say on the
1: mic.
0: Yeah, second. Stellar that. performance. Totally second that. Yeah, he is he is
1: always he always stellar, isn't he? Um the only the only thing I've got down is again, like Liam said, I, I found it really hard as well. The on, the only thing I've got down here is uh, Brett Hart being the star of the show in the sense that it, the the video package where he came across really genuine and real regarding the 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 main event at WrestleMania. And he had a, a decent match with Tatanka and I, I can't imagine I'll see another Tatanka match that I'll enjoy. So <laughs> fair fucks to uh, Bret Hart there, I think. Yeah.
2: This is getting repetitive, but obviously Goldust, Goldust is always... True. Yeah, he's always... He's always yeah, a, right. yeah,
0: it's a good show. Yeah.
2: Um, um, he never he never failed the disappoint.
0: No, you're right. Um, I like Diesel's punch to finish off Horowitz. Again, swatting a fly, as I said earlier. I, think, I thought it was a, that was a lovely spot, that. And uh, and I guess the only other thing, I think every everything sort of did what it needed to do to build the sort of relevant mania programmes. Um, and at least the cobbler's bits were all kept pretty short. Go on then, lads. On in mind, What's going to be our ultimate builder for Raw this week?
2: Easily Jim Cornette for me. I'll go, I'll go Brett.
0: I'm going to go split decision. i am got my the diesel punch. That was the... More stuff like that, I'll tune in more. I've got a split decision this time on The Ultimate Builder. So they were the builders. What about the ratings killers?
1: Jake Snake. He's just... He's, he's, he shouldn't be there. He's so lackluster. He completely undermines this whole billionaire Ted. I mean, I mean that was a stupid thing to say because... The whole billionaire Ted thing undermines the whole billionaire Ted thing. But, billionaire Ted does that himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't need anybody to do it for him. But the the whole argument of, you know, WCW is shit because we've got lots of old guys wrestling then, fucking look at the state of this guy. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, he was the the kind of standout because he is just so rubbish and lackluster and off the pace. Brings the whole thing down. And then you've got rest of the good wrestlers that you like having to fucking degrade themselves to try and make him look good and it's it's, it's, it's
0: it's not it's not good, is it? No, it isn't. No, it was it was diabolical. Absolutely diabolical. Leave <laughs> what to you.
2: Obviously Billy and her Teddy's yeah. putrid stuff, you know, <laughs> but we've we've we co- we comment on that every week, don't we? So Yeah. Um enough said about that. Um But my main killer, I just think the overall booking this week uh missed the mark a little bit because mm. I mean as Jim just pointed out there, Jake Roberts uh, it looks like he, you know, he just gets up off the couch moments before he goes up to the ring. Uh, he should be nowhere near um, the, the British bulldog at, no, at the moment. You're right, Barry Horowitz, what, what is he doing in the ring with Diesel? <laughs> Diesel just battered your three best wrestlers in the organization. <laughs> What's going on there? And then Tatanka is flying up the uh, the card. He's spent eight minutes with the heavyweight champ. Yeah, I, I mean. I don't really? like the look of Brett's chances here against Shawn Michaels if the tank has taken him eight <laughs> um, I don't know, it, it, it just feels like... Yeah. You, I obviously get, you know, the, I get the point of building up people ahead of WrestleMania and, and, to, and squash matches, but you can do that with other people that, that gets, the, gets a better entertainment value out yeah. of matches. So I think just the overall booking this week was, was, uh, was a miss for me.
1: Yeah.
0: It just felt like nothing
2: happened, didn't it?
0: Yeah. For sure, it just felt like yeah. nothing happened. Yeah. Are we going for that, the ultimate killer then? Vanilla booking?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm sticking with the the, the booking. It was uh, it was way way off this week. Yeah, fair enough, Jim.
1: Yeah, well, it it was bland. wasn't it? it was it wasn't an enjoyable show, very forgettable. So yeah, I mean that is, I suppose, in the kind of most genuine sense, the the sort of thing that would make it turn off next week. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I think it should win by definition.
0: Well, with all of that in mind, let's see which show we thought should have won the ratings battle this week. Last time out, Nitro made it 13-10 to them, and they're putting together something of a streak. Do we think it deserves to be continued based on these two shows, lads? Or is that a stupid question based on what we've just discussed? (laughs) Got to be Nitro this week, surely, hasn't it? Surely? Yeah, Definitely. down clean sweep liam yeah
2: just the steiners at the moment are just you know grabbing my attention personally even even though wcw has they've got the dungeon of doom and hogan and you've got to like battle with that um it is is genuinely entertaining
0: watching the the steiners so it's natural for me well that's what we think but what did the american public think in 1996 over to the golden envelope to find out Raw, 2.9, Nitro, 3.6, an absolute drubbing there in the ratings, hell. which makes it's it massive as well in the run up to WrestleMania as yeah. well. 14. Yeah, 14-10 to Nitro, as you rightly say, Jim, in the run up to Mania, they're absolutely battering Raw at the moment, and deservedly so, based on on that show, deservedly so.
1: And they're doing so with the. Uh the the, the 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 huge the huge disadvantage of having fucking Taskmaster's trunks on the <laughs> on the program and there's still right, imagine imagine if that wasn't there that'd be like a five point seven or something tonight or I'm sure I'm
0: confident easy or <laughs> with uh, with skyscraper wave booking as well which is which is yeah absolutely phenomenal skyscraper
1: wave <laughs> a fisherman's nightmare.
0: Well, that's it for this episode of the Monday Night Scores season 2. right well before we head off to start tracking down Jim cornet dummies on Gumtree, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. We're at TMN scores, that's at TMN scores Or follow us at the Monday night scores on Instagram and if you haven't yet make sure you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Well all that's left for us to say is goodbye so thank you all so much for listening and until next time, this has been the Monday night score. Hour and six minutes in, intro done. <laughs> well done, <Hans>. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we'll so get straight into it. Bus- business as usual. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's still probably an EPB. But with the ref focusing entirely on knobs at the side of the <laughs> It's got me now. <laughs> 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 ref focusing on knobs at the side of the ring go on ref yeah. get rid of the game <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> T- time for that later ref <laughs> <laughs> oh, but with fuck okay, no I'm not losing it with the, with the ref fo- with the ref focusing entirely on knobs on the side of the ring <laughs> on the side <laughs> <laughs> We need
2: sunny here, don't we, at the beginning of the
0: episode? Disastrous. But Roberts does get a few moves in. He plans a DDT, his finisher, you know, um, only for Cornet to break it up, um, which and the fact that he does this causes Roberts to debag <laughs> 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 oh no <laughs> well, You know what I'm going
1: to say Do you back in the snack? <laughs> okay. Hang,
0: on. Hang on I'll just move you because we haven't got all night Hang on, there we go Um <laughs> Yeah <laughs> To be the next bit, causing 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 Roberts to debug his snake. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just change it if I can't get it. I on. Causing Roberts to debug his snake. <laughs> <laughs> you have to change it. Have to change it. <laughs> well, I just I don't I don't know what else can change because, because take, take get his, take his yeah. snake out isn't I like, X-ray X-ray this better. episode. We've oh
2: God, <laughs> looking at knobs at the side of the ring and debugging snakes. <laughs>
0: oh God, hang on, hang on, right, hang on. I've, got, I've got it, I've got it. But, Causing it. Causing Roberts to debug it. Causing Roberts to debug his snake. <laughs> Shit. Causing Roberts to debug his snake. Change. <laughs> Only for Cornette to break up the resulting ping Causing Roberts to debug his snake It's going to have to change can't do it I can't change it to anything else though Because take a snake out It's going to get me what?
1: Reptile <laughs> <laughs> Long reptile <laughs> Oh come on
0: Causing Roberts to debug his snake You're going to have to change it You can't do it I'll, I'll, you know what? I might record it tomorrow. on Me own, might do that. <laughs> causing Roberts to debug his snake, causing Roberts to debug his snake and charge after Cornet. This leads to a count out and a win for the Bulldog. <laughs> God, God. Take seventy five. We got it. <laughs> oh God, snake seventy five. <laughs> Fuck me. Right. Okay. Okay next line works as well at least at least it was short again <laughs> oh, okay. sorry so that was WWF Monday Night Raw let's find out what we all made of it It wants to kick off our Raw Ratings Builders lads Do it again yeah, go going- <laughs> go <laughs> go on, you this time? Do you think Liam started us off last time? Go on, builders, go on, yeah, builders. Okay, yeah, we always do builders I was first. Say, so why was that a we, shock?
1: We, we, we've never kill killers <laughs> first. Switch it up. <laughs>